look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popovich. How you doing, buddy? Well, another exciting week. I'm glad Davos is over, I have to tell you. Yeah. Well, yep. First, before we kick it, I want to say congratulations, my friend. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we were um, selected as one of the top 50 advisors in the country uh, by our peers and by, our, by the industry, so we're quite happy about that so congratulations my friend and to you i thought i saw you listed there as number six good for, excellent an excellent well, it's piece us. they just didn't want your picture on it that's, that's all. true you're pretty <laughs> you are a pretty man uh let's talk about uh you pretty man and a little bit about what's going on in the show today <laughs> um we're going to talk about uh a little bit about the continuation on our divorce series and um you know lots of questions around particularly in gray divorce um how do you separate assets yeah this you know, one we're going to talk about a, the legal perspective right because we've talked about the you know a bit of the financial yeah. we talked about the the uh, mental health perspective of it and you know the emotional side of things we want to make sure that we also talk about the legal one and next next week we'll talk about the uh the tax perspective because that's important as well and then we also we talk about nafta yep. this is really um at the hearts of canadians there's been a lot of topics here a lot of conversation um both on the pro and con of getting rid of nafta so uh, we're going to have some conversation about that. And then there's been a lot of myths or misunderstandings, as I like to call it, about RRSP. We are in RRSP or, or RSP tax season mm-hmm. now. And so uh, people are, are are confused, I think, on the benefits or drawbacks of having RSPs. And we hear about this all the time. So we're going to have uh, our tax expert on the on the. Uh, on the show talking about what is it really better to get an RSP or a TFSA? Yeah, or use them all. That's a great piece. Uh, we've had a busy week, as I said, in Davos. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about trade. But uh, bring us in, President Trump. I'm here to deliver a simple message. There has never been a better time to hire, to build, to invest, and to grow in the United States. America is open for business, and we are competitive once again. The American economy is by far the largest in the world, and we've just enacted the most significant tax cuts and reform in American history. We've massively cut taxes for the middle class and small businesses to let working families keep more of their hard-earned money. We lower Okay, so we're all agreed that he's the biggest cheerleader for the U.S. for sure. Well, he has to be. That's his job. That's his job. I, I like I like the change in tone from "Make America Great" does not mean "Make America uh, doing it alone." I think is what he said. Yep, that's what he said. Um, so the tone is changing, my friend, from uh, protectionist viewpoints directly that it's only America to now, well, maybe not only America. <laughs> okay, before you get too carried away with President Trump's comments, there was a little bit of confusing, perhaps conflicting information coming from senior administration officials in Davos as well. Uh, Treasury Secretary, uh, through the course of the week, talked about the fact that he likes a weak dollar. We had Wilbur Ross, the Commerce Secretary, talking about the, you know, the, the soldiers are going to the battlements here for, uh, for trade war. So... Skills testing question or multiple choice question multiple to start choice. this session, okay. okay? I'm ready. Are we in a currency war? Mm-hmm. A. Are we in a global trade war? B. Okay. 
C, all of the above. Okay. D, none of the above. Um, how about E, who the heck knows? <laughs> <laughs> you really can't, based on the Davos or previous comments, there has been no policy except for one small tariff on solar power panels and, uh, and <clears throat> washing, washing machines, machines. Which I need one, so thankfully not, not affecting us here by the United States. Unless it's coming through the U.S. via NAFTA, <laughs> then you're messed on that one. I'll go LG. Uh, <laughs> so so um, that's, right now there hasn't been any action. It's been talk. And so I, I have to, if I was to pick out of that multiple choice mm-hmm. question, it would be E. Who the heck knows? We don't know yet. You can't. You can't say it's none of the above. That, these are my fears. When I list my four in our presentation yeah, last sure. Tuesday, yep. I talked about the four fears that I have, and one of them is trade war. Yep. And trade war doesn't happen overnight. It's not today we have NAFTA, tomorrow it's done. Right. Right? There's, there's a runway. You have ample time to see things coming down. Now, you have to have, be ready for it. Keep in mind, for us as Canadians, NAFTA is a big deal. Globally, mm-hmm. NAFTA is not as important. No, exactly. It affects us in Mexico, right? Correct. It really does. Correct. Where the impact happens globally is the trans... No, Trans-Pacific or the you. replacement of the Trans-Pacific. Is yeah. the European uh, trade yeah. uh, work is, Canada, that are going on yeah. with CETA for yeah. us, but yeah. globally it's yeah. Europe. People also forget that the largest economic superpower in the world is not U.S. Correct. It's the Eurozone. And there are concerns about how people trade with them. This is why they're a Eurozone and not individual countries, because they're a block and a group that's that's huge. And so... When you hear currency talking, and, and uh, Angela Merkel came out and talked yeah. about that, saying that we're now entering to a currency war, uh, when you start hearing about trade issues and trade wars, it doesn't benefit global economy. Should this go down the path, this is one of my fears, yeah. we're going to see an economic slowdown uh, globally, and that causes a concern for the valuations of stocks as we see them today. Yeah, and there's a lot of confusion. We did have the European Central Bank um, with their rate decision, their monetary policy decision on Thursday. In the midst of all of this, there was no change that was expected, but you know the communication subsequent to um, you know to the announcement was really around. There's no benefit to a currency war, right? And there's the- and we had sorry uh, Macron from France, we had Merkel from Germany, a bunch of world leaders speaking about the fact that it is not good for uh, for the global economy to have isolationist and protectionist practices. So. Uh, to your point, no, nobody really knows. And this is where I get concerned about investors um, are are now talking because of the, the way that we're hearing record profits and record numbers on the markets um, of people saying they want to go heavy into the stock market or aggressively investing um, with all that risk that out there. Regardless if it happens or not, it's on the table. It needs to be addressed. The question is, what if? Right. What if one of those situations happened? Trade war, currency war, um, China slow down, um, war, yeah, right, armed conflict, any of those kind of uh, concerns, yeah. and it may not be nuclear war; it could be any other type of war. Yeah, just as armed well, conflict, yeah. right? Um, what happens? Did you say inflation? Inflation, yeah. yeah. What else would the, what would happen to your money? And are you prepared to to bet that it's not going to happen? And if so, be prepared for that if your bet's wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think people need to reassess. We're hearing. Out on the streets when I'm, or when people call us up from listening to the show, they they ask about my opinion on the stock market and where things sit, and and I and I I have a concern for people who are saying I'm a hundred percent stocks, or I want to be more aggressive because I want those returns that are in there. Just be careful that you're you're not going to get the phone call before this stuff happens. So when that does happen, 
um, be prepared for the downpour, downpour of your portfolio if you are aggressively invested in the market. Yeah. So, I, I mean, as the bond guy and the, so the risk manager on our team, it's interesting because what I'm going to say in response to that is is you have to pick the uh, the strategy that's appropriate. That So you often say, Faisal, and I like this line, that in the absence of risk, return is the only measurement. Correct. Right? So if you get uh, into a position where you're chasing return and not um, uh, considering the risk, then you've made a mistake. If you've considered the risk and understand the downside and are comfortable with that, you have not made a mistake. You've made a strategy choice, right? Correct. And so um, <clears throat> what we always talk about is make sure that you are you are uh, reviewing your strategy on a regular basis. And if you are going to make a change to your strategy, I don't mean a tactical adjustment in terms of you know moving some money from the U.S. to Canada or to Europe, whatever. But if you're going to reduce fixed income exposure to increase equity exposure, a strategic change in your overall uh, portfolio, you better have good reasons for that and understand the implications of that decision. So there's nothing wrong with being 100% stock, nothing wrong with being 100% GICs, there's nothing wrong with any of it, as long as it's made with an informed choice, uh, working backwards from a specific goal. And and, and I want to kind of just turn to one little point, point before we have to go for commercial break. Um, I uh, We had the opportunity to take a look at the Canadian Pension Plan's yeah. uh, report, yep. the quarterly report, yep. and saw their portfolio yep. of how they're invested. Right. I challenge anybody to do that. If you want a copy of it, I have a copy of it. I can send it to you of how they're invested. Um, it is completely different than the average Canadian investor. Yep. And what concerns me is that there's other advisors out there who are saying, we do retirement planning and pensionize uh, yeah. your portfolio too. Um, uh, that, that whole concept of we do that too. I challenge you to to look at what they're recommending and seeing uh, compare that to the pension plans and how are they different yeah. and why are they the ones um, that have that know more than I don't know the Canadian pension plan and so forth. I think there's those are the things that we have to be aware of when it comes to investing, especially when you transition to retirement. I'm not concerned about a 25 year old who's got 40 years to invest and can handle these types of rides. When you're when you're entering into retirement, you're near retirement. You can't afford an error like this because of some advisor or somebody saying, yeah, just do it my way because my way is the right way. Mm -hmm. Look at what the pension plans are doing out there. I just picked on the Canadian pension plan, but there's a whole bunch out there. If anybody wants their report to compare their portfolio to, I'd be happy to provide it. Well, and I'm, you make a great point. I'm not going to belabor it, but um, I think the, um, the, the onus is on people to educate themselves. And education starts with asking the question, why? Right, And so if you go and you analyze how pensions and endowments, if, if you're at that stage of life where you need to pensionize your assets to live on it, right? Yeah. Yep. If, if you go take a look at some of these different pension plans, whichever one you choose, and it's different than your portfolio, just start with the question why. Understand the strategy. That's the most important point, and then start working backwards from the goal. An excellent point. Now, to that point, we're going to talk about some of the changes that we feel uh, can have a material impact in your investing style and your lifestyle as you approach or start moving into retirement. And we're doing that at our upcoming seminar. On Tuesday, February 27th, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine and Spirits. You need to reserve your seats. So give us a call at 966-8400. That's 966-8400. Or go to our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. You want to know more about what's going on with NAFTA and the implications to our country? Tune in after the break. Here on 770 CHQR and More Than Money.
David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.